Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The Bigger Picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to The Bigger Picture. Lots to unpack here. And of course, we are off the back of the iPhone 15 launch and Apple's in the news, not just for its new products, but also for other reasons. It's under the crosshairs in Europe, where the European Union has launched an anti-subsidy probe into not just Chinese products, but Chinese EVs. And China says it has noticed security incidents with iPhones. And Apple, of course, hiking iPhone prices in key markets. So we'll talk about the appetite for these more expensive phones. So let's unpack all the latest with Shane Oliver. He is the Chief Economist and Head of Investment Strategy at AMP Capital. Good morning, Shane. How are you doing today? I'm good, Ryan. I hope you are too. Yeah, I'm doing great. So Shane, let's start with what's happening in Europe when it comes to the EU putting the crosshairs on electric vehicle makers in China. So you've got the EU saying, no, it's not fair for subsidies to be given to EVs in China to break into the European market because they want to keep it a fair level playing field. What do you make of this? Is this realistic to address this issue? Well, it's obviously the Europeans are concerned about the use of subsidies, which are a form of protection. They give an unfair advantage to Chinese producers relative to European producers. But by the same token, I think you should see this in the context of a broader deterioration in global trade relationship. Mm. You know, both, everyone's putting on subsidies now. It seems to be the new, the new trend. A lot of the so-called Inflation Reduction Act in the US is about huge subsidies to US producers. So both sides are guilty of this. Um, but I think it is just a sign that you know, we've come into a more protectionist environment if this inquiry finds that China is giving an unfair advantage to Chinese producers, it will probably mean tariffs being imposed on imports of Chinese cars into Europe, much like the US does. So I think it is just a sign of a deterioration in global trade relations. And that, of course, is a negative. Uh, consumers around the world are the losers on this because they end up paying more for their cars ultimately. So it's, it's not a good thing. And it's obviously something that's concerning in a longer term sense regarding global growth and inflation. And also it's a negative for share markets. Yeah, I suppose it's worth noting airplane maker Airbus also gets subsidies to some extent. So lots of um, unhappiness on this front. So if we look at the worsening relationship across the world, you've got China putting its crosshairs on iPhones saying it has noticed security incidents with um, the Apple devices. Is this just posturing and And how is this going to affect, I suppose, Apple and the whole supply chain when it comes to what they need to start thinking about? Well, that's an odd one because most iPhones are made in China. Hmm. Uh, So these are made in China products with security issues. But I I don't know how that works out. But I think both sides on this have accused the other of security issues. It started with those concerns around Huawei. I, I live in Australia. And, of course, I think Australia banned Huawei's participation in the rollout of the 5G network several years ago now. So this is an ongoing issue and it's a bit of a tit-for-tat going here. A lot of it is protectionism and nationalism. There's a newfound focus on national nationalism these days, which uh, might sound all warm and fuzzy for you living in the country, but ultimately it does make things worse uh, for people. And I think, you know, it's just another mm. sign of the reversal in globalisation that we've seen. It's, it's often very hard to unpick these things and get to the, the truth of it. That both sides are doing the same thing and I guess we really need to all sit down and say, well, this is not in our 
citizens' best interest to be doing this on a tit-for-tat basis and go back to what we saw several years ago when there was more of a focus on finding ways to encourage free trade rather than worsen it. Yeah, Shane, talking about iPhones, uh, we've just got iPhone 15 and worth noting prices are going up. What do you make of the appetite for more expensive phones and what this might mean for other companies thinking about you know, trying to pass it on in terms of costs to consumers? Well, look, to be honest with you, it does seem counterintuitive that iPhone is raising those prices for the 15, I think, and not in the US, but in India and China. That does seem unusual. Um, and it's not good from a, an inflation point of view. The world is battling inflation at present. But by the same token, I assume that Apple has done the work here and um, determined that, well, they've got a premium product and maybe they can charge a higher price. Mm. Remains to be seen whether this will work or not. If you take another significant US producer, which also makes many of its products in uh, China, and that's Tesla, who's actually been lowering the price and and benefiting from that. So these things do go in in different directions, depending on how the company sees it. If they've got a premium product and the price rise won't change demand, then fair enough. They get more revenue and they do quite well out of it. But if not, then they don't have the price impairment. They want to grow their demand, then they probably need to cut the price. So hopefully Apple has done all the work here, um, but time will tell on that one. Yeah, so pricing strategies for Apple in the spotlight. And moving on to another headline that I think could be keeping investors on their toes, what's playing out between Russia and North Korea. Of course, you've got Kim Jong-un taking a train down to Russia to meet uh, Vladimir Putin. Are there any takeaways here you think are worth watching? Well, it's I can't see anything immediate coming from it, but it is obviously a concern that those two countries are getting closer together. Obviously, Putin would be doing it for a reason. He maybe thinks that it will help in his struggling war with Ukraine and therefore is a potential threat to uh, to Ukraine. Uh, so that's the main concern here. I guess in a broader sense, it sort of just cements this, uh, this sort of multipolar world that we're starting to see with China, Russia on the one hand, and of course, uh, North Korea and North Korea joining into that group and a few others. And of course, the, the US, many Asian countries and Europe in, on the other hand. So that's an ongoing problem. And you know, some will refer to that as the new Cold War. But uh, this is just, I think, a really another part of that, uh, which I think is not great for the global economy and certainly not great for global financial markets, but it may not have an immediate impact. All right. Thank you so much for your analysis on what is playing out on the headlines front for markets to keep an eye on. We've been chatting with Shane Oliver. He's the Chief Economist and Head of Investment Strategy for AMP Capital. Shane, it's been great chatting with you. Have a great day ahead. Likewise, thanks, Ryan. All the best. You too. Stay Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.